Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this episode, of course, we're talking about the last of the 60th anniversary Doctor Who specials, The Giggle. I can't believe we're at the end already, Paul. <laughs> yes. Well, it's only yeah, it's only three, I know, but it's flown by, isn't it? It's absolutely yeah. flown by. Um, uh, and we've I've... got ages to wait until the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we, exactly. We, we waited a best part of a year, I think, for these to arrive, and you know now they have, and they've sort of been and gone now. Um, we're talking about them, in, all of them now, in the past tense. So, uh, yeah. but. But anyway, we'll, we'll come on to that a little bit later on. But first, we do have a couple of items of news to uh, to discuss. So, I mean, the first thing that happened during the week was that the Celestial Toymaker, surprise, surprise, to coincide with the uh, the giggle, um, it was announced that it's been released on DVD and Blu-ray. Not too much of a surprise, Paul, is it? No. Nah, not really. Um but I think the announcement, though, um, was yet another comedy of errors when it comes to any announcement for, for Doctor Who merchandise or anything upcoming Doctor Who, because um, there was actually one of our um, listeners, Ian Key, hi Ian, uh, brought it to my attention uh, that the Amazon listing had, had come up for the Celestial Toymaker. And, but the funny thing was it was only for DVD, which was which was I thought was a bit odd because usually they, they do yeah. steel book or Blu-ray and you know so on and so on. So I stuck it straight up on Facebook group and all our Twitter and Mastodon and Blue Sky threads, you know, all the Facebook and everything like that. And then no sooner I put it up there, it it had gone. So I thought, oh right, someone's been a little bit sort of premature. Was it Amazon? Was it the BBC? Uh, BBC Worldwide, I should say. No idea. Um, and then. Outcome the trailer for it, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. And then, lo and behold, the link was back on Amazon, but this time for Blu-ray, for DVD, and the Steelbook. So it was it was a real nulls up of, a, of an announcement. It really was. I mean, the problem is you don't know whose that was. I mean, if, if that was Amazon, I mean, it might be. Did Amazon jump the gun? I suspect they did. They put it out yeah. before that. That trailer little sort of you know the yeah. little snippet came and, out and yeah. actually did was the bbc planning to announce it yet anyway you know and was were they then just then forced into that well people could know have done now, so we've got to announce it i know to, exactly because people get, like me were our, yeah. yeah i was like people like me were just posting it everywhere on social yeah. media um a bit sort of premature of myself actually um but the i think the the, the thing is that sort of got everybody is this isn't the normal 2D cell animation. This is like no. a CGI cartoon, and it's kind of drawn a bit of ire from people. Now, have you have you watched the um, this little trailer, Paul? Um, no, not really. I've seen I've seen clips of it, but not right. Okay, you, you're not. It's not obviously it doesn't give a lot away. Um, but yeah, the animation. This is so. This is purely CGI, and. I'm not quite sure what to make of it. People, I mean, uh, whether it's actually going to fit the feel of the toy maker, yeah, that sort of that sort of Neverland kind of thing, um, or is this another attempt to try something different, like they did with uh, Web of Fear um, a, a few years ago? Now, when they did the, when they recreate that missing episode using CGI, it looks a little bit like that, and it. Um, but now people are actually sort of crying out for the for the old two D animation again yeah. so there's no pleasing people is there <laughs> no 
I mean, I did see someone, and I, I, I'm sorry, I, I forget who now, said it was the Dire Straits Money for Nothing version. That was Jeff, that uh, Jeff Waddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought probably actually was... So I was looking at it, and I was feeling, so what does that remind me of? And it was, yeah, no, it was that. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I think this, I think this is what... Uh, you know, people uh, are getting angry about, or not angry about, but sort of disappointed about, I should say, is that it's it looks cheap. It looks like CGI from 10 years ago, for argument's sake. Um, it, you know, it looks like uh, the early days of PCs, you know, we, you yeah. know, we're doing sort of, ga- you know, sort of cut scenes sort of thing. Um, they're not, which they're I- not saying that's the way to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, do you, know, do you know what, though? It's... Um, I, th- I think the thing to bear in mind, they're doing this with next to no money. There's hardly yeah. any backing for these things. So you're not going to get, you know, Disney level um, CGI animation for this. You know, it's not, it's not uh, and Pixar. There, and there is a thing. Of, can you imagine? We've thrown all the budget at the Celestial Toymaker. So we can't <laughs> do any more. Can't do any more. Well, do, do you know? Oh God! But that's the thing, though. Um, I mean, they said there was definitely one at that BFI event for the Underwater Menace that they said yes, there were more animations coming. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the same animation house unless we're now going to get a mixture uh, of, of sort of different animation styles, which is which is okay. Um, but I think the thing is, I think people just got to lower your expectations a little bit because they they Disney are not pumping money into this. No, this is this is done through like BBC Worldwide and whatever partners they've got on board, and it's not yeah. Disney. So you know we're we're not going to get that sort of high quality animation that everyone seems to expect. You know this is more or less being done by fans to to a certain degree, but then you will get certain people who say, "Well, my I do you know, fan animations actually look better." Yeah. So yeah, there's always someone's got an answer for this this kind of thing, but oh well, I. I I've got my pre-order in. It will fill the collection. You know, it's another one to add to the shelf. I mean, there could also be a question of they going to somewhere different just on a timing basis. They may it have be. all yeah. the others. They may have the rest of the year set out with what they're going to do with other ones. And then well, it's this, just actually yeah. because because of the the toy maker coming back in this, there's actually just been a case of, oh, we should be doing the toy maker. Yeah. Yeah, it could so, it could be a, yeah, just to coincide with it. I mean, you, you, yeah, you're probably yeah. right, probably right. So then uh, they've they've gone to somebody different to do that because where they'd normally do, well, how they'd normally do it is is already running at capacity. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think you're onto something there. I really do. Uh, but I think the I think I think the thing is, I don't know if it's the same people who did that Web Affair thing because I remember at the time they said they they. Try something different so they could have all like the like the the, the the 3D models there and they could just reuse them for, for yeah. later animation. So to hopefully sort of speed things up. Maybe this is what this is. Uh, mm. I, I, you know, I really, I really don't know. I'm just sort of, you know, making my own sort of solutions up here. But yeah, I mean, I don't care. We're getting missing episodes replaced, aren't we? Yes. You know, so we can't really complain at that. I mean, it's just, yeah, there's no pleasing some people. Is there? <laughs> Really isn't, but uh, hey ho, hey ho. So um, the next item of news. Now this happened today, as we record on on Sunday the tenth uh, of December. Uh, that the fifteenth Doctor's Sonic 
Well, look, I can't really say it's a screwdriver anymore. Um, it was announced, no. wasn't it? It was released on a little promo video with Shooty Gatwa. And I also believe there was also um, a little shoot down by the Thames today as well for it. Right. Which somebody um, put up on Facebook. But the thing is, it didn't look like the thing they advertised what was in Shooty Gatwa's hand. Right. I, I, I don't know what was going on there. But, um, yeah, this is a big departure, isn't it? Because, it, as I said, it's not a screwdriver. It's more like uh, the Sonic... TV remote control, really, control. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, we yeah. had that sort of quick, quick discussion on how you'd make one, and yeah, yeah. Your suggestion uh, of a TV remote control paint it is about the best. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They're certainly going in different directions with stuff, now, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Ross, Ross Tito's did say that he's going to be Doctor Who's going to be his own new mythology. Um, which appears to include the sonic screwdriver, but um... well, I mean, there's a question. I mean, there is a point that the fact that the the sonic screwdriver now does a lot, lot more than it used to. Yes, certainly, certainly. So you know, you you could look at that and say, but how is he doing? How is it doing all that? <laughs> yeah, I think the um, I, th- I think the thing is, it's it's. Merchandise again. I mean, they've literally mm. just done the fourteenth Doctor one. They've sold them. What what comes next? So apart from the you know the obvious sort of you know the obligatory fifteenth Doctor action figures and Ruby Sunday figures and whatever monsters are coming out now as well. Um, so there's there's always an a, underpants. A, underpants Doctor. <laughs> Someone's going to make that, aren't they? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's just merchandising. However, though, the, the 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 thing is, though, this isn't what happened today. It's not an announcement of a new toy. This is no. announcement of a new thing on the television, which is yeah, yeah. I, the world we live in, Paul. <laughs> the world we live right. in. The, the announcement of a new toy comes tomorrow, probably. Well, just probably, yeah, Christmas. yeah. Just after we finish recording this, they'll probably put the the, the toy announcement out. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, now this was literally just an announcement for a new sonic screwdriver that Shooty Get was going to use in, in the next series of Doctor Who. Um, it, it, it wasn't a merchandising opportunity. <laughs> no, no, very strange that. Very, very strange. But um, yeah, I, I dare say there'll be a. Like a, a gold-plated version, like, like there was with the the fourteenth Doctor Sonic screwdriver, limited run, that kind of thing. Just uh, which has soon got straight up on eBay. Yeah, for two hundred pounds a pop, as they were last time. Bloody hell. Um, yeah. So there we are. There we are. So now that that's it for the news. We just wanted to mention those two, those two small things, really, wasn't it? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's it, really. So um, what what we're all here for, really, is to talk about the giggle. So. Um, that's coming up next. So for another episode then, that was the news. Right, everybody. We're going to talk about the giggle. Tona Noble, this is for you. Let me tell you what happened when the doctor, he was leaving you. He met a friend called Amy Pot. And he loved Amy Pot. Yes, he'd be liking the redheads. And they went to and fro in time and space. But Amy Pot was touched by the weeping angel. And she died. She 
died of old age. Well, that's all right then. And then he was meeting Clara. But she was killed by a bird. She still survives in her last second of life. Well, that's all right then. But then did Dr. Met Bill. Not Stooky Bill, but Lady Bill. But she was killed by the Cybermen. Her consciousness survives. Oh, well, that's all right, then. And, Paul, it's your turn to, well, kick things off and, and round off these uh, 60th anniversary celebrations, really. So, uh, what did you think? Um, I wasn't sure at first. I wasn't sure whether <clears throat> I liked it or I just thought it was wonderfully acted. Uh, yeah, um, I'm glad you said that because I thought exactly the, sel- the self-same thing when I first watched it. I've... I couldn't, yeah, couldn't make my mind up. I've come to the conclusion, actually, that I did quite enjoy it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, even watching it the second time, I still wasn't looking at my phone or distracted from it. Mm. So, and it, yeah, and it left with a feel-good feeling at the end. So, um, that's what you want Doctor Who to do, isn't it? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, I think the thing is, with, with David Tennant's Doctor... Everything's doom laden, isn't it? Usually, yeah. and you know, you think about, you know, how how he left Donna in Stolen Earth, and then at the end of Time Part Two, everything's very sad and and everything, and and it, it always seemed like this, the whole point of these specials was to give him a better send off, give him yeah. a happy ending, really, wasn't it? And I'm yeah. not, I'm not, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm still in two minds about that. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't know if that's just sort of like trying to, you know. Have your cake and eat it, really. I am. I'm slightly... I mean, I'd quite like it if we get to the stage where, other than anniversary specials, that's all we see of that Doctor. Mm. Then I'm fine with it. I think time will tell whether how this ending works for me. Mm. If it is just a nice send-off to David Tennant, then fine. Yeah, I quite like it. You can live with that, yeah. 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 I quite liked it, and then we get on with the fifteenth Doctor, Shooter Gatwa, in the role. He's the Doctor. No, no questions. We're going forward with that. Yeah, that's fine then. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's it's left it in a, in a very strange place for me. Actually, I, I know we skip right to the end there. I think this is yeah. probably the one thing everyone's talking about anyway. We'll come to the rest of the episode later. Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, I. I I just think it's left it in a very, very strange place. You've now got sort of like two, two Tardises, two Doctors, um, both of which I'm assuming can regenerate. Well, because it, it, it was all heading towards like that. That Doctor was feeling a bit, a bit thin. There was nothing to say he couldn't regenerate again. So is that is that how this is going to sort of play out now? So if, so if David Tennant's too old to come back, you could have like the the other Doctor is can be somebody else now, if you see what I mean. No, but, well, they say... The 15th Doctor says that I'm better because you sought therapy. Because you had therapy. Mm. So that still suggests that he is... Once the 14th Doctor's gone through this period of playing happy families and relaxing and semi-retirement, basically... Well, retirement, basically. Yeah. That... That heals the the pain in him which allows the 15th doctor to start now 
as a without so much of that regret. Yeah. So that suggests that I, yeah, yeah, I, I understand we are in that... a position where there's not that 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 the fifteenth Doctor will always the fourteenth Doctor will always become the fifteenth Doctor and won't become anywhere come anyone else because well I, the, well the, but but on that I, I, this this is the thing that I think I think this is the thing that's fair enough but also shouldn't that also apply to the fifteenth Doctor because they they've gone it's one person separating isn't it. So yeah. technically, they should cancel each other out. But then, actually, perhaps in after this is this is just it's just popped into my head. Oh so God, I'm yeah, say yeah. it now. Yeah. Um, perhaps we're going to have a situation where we're almost going to have a reverse watcher. Well, that yeah. When Dave, yeah. when the fifteenth Doctor, when the fourteenth Doctor actually gets to the end of that uh, incarnation, he will turn up and then merge himself back into the fifteenth Doctor. Oh, it could do, and then you could have Sarah Sutton going. He was the Doctor all the time in in a bad ADR. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it's 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 for me. Yeah, I think it has raised more questions than it's answered. Put it that way. As I said, it, it started its own mythology now with this this bio regeneration uh, thing. So, yeah. but the way I just take it, as it actually said that I know they've sort of shared clothes. There, yeah. um, at the end, um, didn't say that you know that the Fourteenth Doctor's only got one heart now, because they no. sort of split. So um, yeah, I, I I really don't know where this is going to head, and maybe that you know that's quite exciting, really, isn't it? Just we don't yeah. know what's going to happen. For once, we don't know no. what's going to happen. No, you know, um, more so than ever, I would say. Hmm. You know, but like but, I say, I mean, if it's just now, this gives you a plot point that you can in future specials bring back the 14th Doctor and it explains why he's older mm. then yeah I don't mind it I don't mind it if it is just the the occasional thing that it's not going to be you know oh, this, a this is like of, a, a David Tennant spin-off yeah kind I mean, of we seem to yeah. be we seem to be into they're already filming aren't they the second lot series of the 15th Doctor mm, that's right yeah so it's not. I mean, a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, they're worried that this has been done in case people don't take to Gatwa's Doctor, <laughs> that they can then roll back to tenants." I don't think they'll do that. But if they're I'll... already two series, if they've already, they're already going to be. Two, by the time this we see enough of the fifteenth Doctor to make an opinion of him, they're mm. already going to be two series in. So you're yeah, almost exactly. looking to, rege- to regenerate him out of, to another. Doctor anyway. Yeah. And I can't see and I can't see Tennant coming back to do a proper series. I think this was too good to turn down for somebody who's a massive fan of the show. Mm. To keep to you know, this is he's probably think when he's taken this, this has almost been like, Well, you know, if I don't do this, this is the last chance. Well he's I he's pretty get. much said that anyway, hasn't he? Just said yeah. this was like the final, you know, run round the block, you know, for yeah. for him as the doctor, which is which is fair enough, and I think if if he draws a line under it, yeah, I think that's that's sort of pretty. That pretty much says it all. Um, to, to to be honest, um, mm. it's funny what you said about um, Shooty Gatwa. You know, when we've seen, you know, when we've, when we've seen enough of Shooty Gatwa. Well, we certainly saw enough of Shooty Gatwa in this episode, didn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, mean, I I did think on this was the reason why they had to bring Tenant back was the fact that. 
Um, it, yeah, 13th Doctor's underwear may have been a bit too small for <laughs> for him if they'd have done that split then. <laughs> Certainly would well, have been a bit snug, perhaps. Maybe, maybe a bit snug, a bit maybe, maybe even frilly. Who knows, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> although, although perhaps time Time Lord underwear is bigger on the inside. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think that the, 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 the thing about that that was that was certainly original. Um, not once yeah. the attempt to put on a pair of trousers, um, but the fact that nobody said anything. No, none of the other characters said anything. You've got no trousers on, um, no. which was quite was was quite funny. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, um, I mean, it did. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, the only the only thing about that is, yeah, that's that's. Uh, it was quite amusing in the sense that, yeah, this is what if you split two people apart, there's one of them naked and one of them clothed, or are they, or, or do they take parts of them with them? And I, and, well, I, and is the and is the fifteenth Doctor's party <laughs> trick? He's pulling the tablecloth away and leaving everything <laughs> on the table. <laughs> Well, it's not only that. So I think the fourteenth Doctor has now gone commando. Yeah, I mean, although imagine you don't that, know. In, that, in, I mean, that in, those, in those tweedy trousers. Cool, that's a bit that's a bit rough, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well, we don't we don't know we don't know time or etiquette, do we? I mean, two hearts. <laughs> it might be two pairs of pants as well. You don't know. <laughs> oh, thank God you said pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean to be honest, we've 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 not had any proof really of of how. Time will reproduce, and if it, and you know, it may be like Action Man down there. You don't know. Well, it might be, yeah. <laughs> There's one for the kids, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Well, yeah, but I mean, obviously, we we've got um, we've got a regeneration sort of about. So I guess about three quarters of the way into the episode, which was. Um, like a, quite a brave thing to do. Uh, there was none of yeah. the usual post regeneration trauma, no, or anything like that. It was sort of you know it was up and at them kind of thing. Um, it appears that everybody's sort of now sort of immediately taken to shoot you get as the doctor. Um, I, I, I'm not being a party pooper. I'm just saying the jury's out. We've only seen do 15 minutes, and it wasn't his story. It, no. was st- it was still David Tennant's story. So um, it was always it was like a an interloper. At the end, so um, I mean, the, the only thing you, know. you can say is in what was, as I said earlier, I think a wonderfully acted episode, mm. or an episode where I actually quite enjoyed the performances of everyone. Yeah, he wasn't out of place. No, no. Um, I mean, should, we, should we talk about the episode fully now? Because we, we skipped right yeah. to the end there, haven't we? And um, yes. sort of like you know, Tennant and, and Gatwa and everything. Um, I mean, what did you make of it? You said you weren't too sure about it to be, you know, on the first watch, and neither was I. So, what what weren't you too sure about? Because now you said it was it you didn't like it, or it was just really well acted. What what did you sort of mean by that? Um, I actually like the story. I'm slightly in two minds about necessarily the conclusion to, if you like, to the actual villain story. Mm. As in, that seemed to be a bit. Simple, although I'm not quite sure how else you do that. No, and you've got to wrap up. Well, have have you have you seen? Lot. I was going to say, have you seen the resolution to the celestial toy maker? Yes. Now, which is yeah, yeah, which is equally as cheesy as this, to yeah. be honest. So I mean, yeah, so it's fitting. Yeah, I suppose. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, carry on. And actually, someone said about 
again, I'm sorry. I I I I just pinch your ideas. I don't know who that <laughs> said it. The magpie said about of the, the fact of, of why the celestial toy makers doing so many different accents or his accents all over the place is because mm. obviously at the end of the celestial toy maker the doctor impersonates him oh uh, yeah there could be something in that yeah yeah so he's not giving the doctor a chance to to do it again yeah to work out what what voice he needs to if he needs to say something i wonder if that was a bit cut out actually one of the one of that 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 sort of explanation fell on the cutting room floor I don't know. It's just a bit because because it's a story that a lot of people well, haven't seen because there's only one episode surviving. Um, yeah. And as you watch some of the reconstructions, and a lot, I don't think a lot of people are familiar with the, the you know the, the celestial toy maker. You know, apart from sort of jumping on the, the you know the 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 the, the, the racist accusation train. Um, yeah. You know about about that character. So um, it, it does make you wonder if people would actually sort of realise. That's what was that, and to be honest, I didn't realise that or th- didn't think about it until you just said it. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a it's a very very good, uh, a very good call actually. Yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't mine. Now, don't um, worry about it. Paul. Just, just, say, just use it and pass it off as your own. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, I must admit, I think that was the thing that what made me not too sure about it was Neil Patrick Harris everyone's everyone's saying that they loved his performance I felt it was too over the top for me and I've watched it again since last night and I still find it over the top and it occasionally becomes very quite sinister yeah um but for me it was still too pantomime to and that be honest, but the story I felt the story in this led to that it did, I, 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 and, that, I and that's feel, probably why I'm I, in two feel, minds about it. I feel more comfortable with an over-the-top performance as the toy maker than I did with John Sims Master. Hmm. You know? Yeah, so, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like Sasha Dewan's take on the master either. No, no um, I think, but I could sort of almost take it with the. Do you, toy do you know what? Being do you know what this. Yeah, I, I think that's because it's, pro- it's a playful. Almost, you know, it is, thing. and I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think this version of the toy maker was too much like the master from John yeah. Sim onwards. Really, I think I think that's my my issue with it. Um, there wasn't too much separating the toy maker and the master, in my opinion. And even the plan that the toy maker was using was very master like. It was it was something the master would have done rather than the toy maker. Yeah, you know, taking over, you know, the whole human race. That that wasn't really a game, wasn't it? That that was, that was conquering the planet. There was, yeah, there was. I mean, actually, the the bit in it where the the doctor says about the not understanding and it's why you're so small. Why are you just doing this? Mm, yeah, you could probably do any. You could do anything. So why, why this? Yeah, it was a case of why this actually. Um, no, I mean not to say I didn't enjoy because there were some very enjoyable bits in it. Um, mm. I just thought his overall, the overall plan again. I, I just thought it was this is just the master Mark II or, or the master in all but name, I should say. Apart from the fact this this character has godlike powers, which the master doesn't, yeah. and, and as we find out, the master's trapped in in the toy maker's gold tooth, which gets picked up at the end, a la uh, Last of the Time Lords, yeah, by some red a red fingernailed hand. Uh, so yeah. Even even that was um, 
Oh, I don't know. I think I think this is another. I'm I'm picking holes in it now, Paul, which I didn't really want to do. But I think that when I watched the second time, I thought, no, this is just going over old ground again. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's my that's my did, issue with it. Well, to a certain extent, but I do think this had. I actually did like the the whole thing with the inside the the toy shop. I mm. thought really worked well. I thought it was really sinister. You mean the the bit with the the puppet show and the corridors and and the and the yeah Stooky Sue, um, yeah and in, and in the, the yeah and the uh, Logie Bird's assistant who's come back and is now yes, mainly a, a, puppet a, a puppet yeah yeah I thought I yeah. thought that was yeah that's actually quite some of the most sinister and actually getting back to scary Doctor Who that we've had for a while. It has been. You're absolutely right, actually. Certainly more than last week. Everyone seemed to say, oh, that was really scary, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, sorry, I didn't think it was. Uh, this this was, you know, things lurking in the shadows, like creepy puppets and, you know, um, and then the laugh as well, um, yeah. which I thought was... Well, I thought I actually thought that bit was clever, but again, it was that usual, that usual thing of that's been planted years ago. It's in the mind of every, you know... Um, of all of all humans, you know, driving humanity yeah. mad. I thought, oh, this is very familiar, really. Um, yeah. So I, I, yeah, that whole, the whole, also, the idea of using TV being idiot's lantern and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's been done, you know. So unless that was the intention, unless this was sort of like, a, you know, let's do a, a great. This is hits. a sixtieth. Yeah, this is a sixtieth. So yeah, let, let's cobble. To, let's put in little bits, different pieces, like the 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 hand picking up. The, the essence of the master and yeah. everything like that is is there because it's to say yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, is, I mean obviously everything becomes a nod back it does and I said the biggest nod Without... back was was Mel Bush yeah um, which I wasn't expecting to see in this episode if I'm honest no because I thought they were saving her for Shooty Gatwas first season because we've seen like the set photos yeah well I mean by the sound of it I mean it unit is bound to be back in it at some point isn't it yeah i would have thought so yeah so there's every reason she can come back come back in that yeah yeah as that in that so yeah i wouldn't have thought i think it was just more yeah the surprise of of her turning up this early really was the yeah exactly yeah well it was a nice surprise as well actually and yeah. um i think people said and we, i think this is comes up in the, in our sort of like the feedback we got as well, which we'll which we'll play to you later on um I think the people said, well, she didn't have much to do, but it, it wasn't her story. You still got Donna there. So she wasn't yeah. meant to be like another companion uh, for the Doctor in this story. So, you know, Do- Donna was meant to be, you know, front and centre for this one. Yeah, um, it was introducing but her, but... It was, yeah, her, for a new audience. So you could just, like... I mean, I quite like the fact that, you know, he starts talking to her and or almost walks past her and then it suddenly twigs. Yeah, and I quite like that. And then it wasn't the big a whole, you know, let's go away for for half an hour and chat about how you've missed me and all of this sort of. No, thing. that's right, that's right. No, there was none of uh, so, there was none of that. I mean, I mean, she mentioned sort of about you know Savalon glitz and all that, and you know getting a, a lift back to back to Earth and everything. So yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was nicely done actually, and I thought she was very good. It, it's a it's a completely. Different take on Mel to what we had back in the eighties. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anyone wanted that Mel back. Did no, they? and neither did Bonnie Langford for that matter. No, so. <laughs> no. Um, 
Now this is this is the big finish, Mel, isn't it? Yeah. Which I which I'm really pleased about because I th- mm. I think Bonnie Lang was really good as Mel Big Finish. Yeah. So uh, so to see it uh, sort of carrying on in that in that similar vein, I thought yeah that that's that's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah, so get, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to bring her back as yeah. a worth bringing back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing her again, for, for that matter. Yeah. I really am looking forward to her. Um, I, I never thought I'd hear myself say that about Mel Bush. Yeah. What a funny old world we live in. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> really is, yes. Um, I mean, the other thing as well, it, it, it looked fantastic. I thought you could see where all the... The Disney money has certainly gone this time around. Yeah. Oh, have you have you watched the commentary? No, version? I haven't. No, I haven't. Had, actually, I've watched Unleashed or seen the commentary. I haven't had time to oh. watch that yet. So that's quite well, that's that, that's quite funny actually. Yeah. So yeah, Russell T Davis in that, and some of the ideas he had for for this. All oh, right. <laughs> got okay. Shelved. Is yeah. I want yeah. Oh right, okay. Sure, I shall go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll watch that yeah. later. Then watch it but, again. But one of the things he did say about he was, he was, you know, told oh, we've got we've got lots more money and all that, mm. and he'd written a scene for how the the giggle shown, and it was almost like going to be all these TVs rising up with it. Yeah. He goes, and then and then they got the budget back, and he goes, well, you can have six screens. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even do it on CGI or anything like that. It was just where right. we had what it was, it was way it was, too expensive. Even, even what the CGI would have cost to, <laughs> I just um, yeah, couldn't. Oh dear, oh dear. He's still, still still sort of there are some restrictions. <laughs> I'll have to watch that. I'll have to watch that. I mean that that sort of sneaked out, didn't the gold commentary thing? Yeah, they never announced that, did they? They just sort no. of just appeared on the iPlayer, out, you know, out of, out of nowhere. But uh, um, anyway, yeah, you're getting back to getting back to this then. So. I mean, I mean, the one bit, strange enough, it's probably the most over-the-top piece in the whole thing was the Toymaker's dance Yes. to the Spice Girls, um, which, again, was just a retread of Last of the Time Lords with the master dancing to Here Come the Drums and all that. Um, but I, I actually quite enjoyed that piece because it, it was ridiculous but also sinister at the same time. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm glad I didn't know about that beforehand because I think I would have set my opinion. Same here. To, yeah. to oh my God, I, I'm not looking forward to that. But actually, yeah. when it happened, it actually felt, I mean, as as, as um, over the top as it was, it actually felt quite natural into that story. Yeah, because I mean, um, I gotta put it that, that that bit where the two soldiers try to, try yeah. to grab me, turns them into balls, and, yeah. you, and then. Was it um, Shirley catches one and it's got the soldier's face in it screaming? Yeah, uh, and that was hideous actually. And, it just, and it, you almost get to just get the doctor saying, "I'm sorry, they're dead." Yeah, yeah, and you then know, you get the, the bit just... with him. Or you, then you get the bit with him dancing with Kate Stewart and and, and Mel, and it, it sort of yeah. play for last until he tosses them to one side. And he, he sort of throws Kate into the wall. Yeah, and just tosses. I mean, the, the spinning bit was was weird, but then she just sort of like just sort of like. Fell onto the floor quite heavily, actually. So, yeah, um, yeah, it, it was played for laughs, but sinister laughs at the same time. It was, um, it, it was. I actually thought it was quite effective. Actually, I know that that yeah. bit must have driven people who don't like that sort of thing absolutely nuts. Um, and ordinarily, well, was, but, but as you said, Paul, if I knew that was coming, I would yeah. have already set the set my own people, expectations. Yeah, people are already reacting to 
the Christmas one, aren't they? Yes, because there's going to be a song in that, isn't there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a goblin, so, which is which is already um, as we recall released on the eleventh of December as a as a single, yeah. apparently for ch- raising money for children in need. The the, the goblin song, um, but should have mentioned that in the news really. But there we go. I forgot mm. about that bit. But so we'll we'll remember, mate. But um, yeah, and and that that and that got uh, a not ma- marvelous reaction, did it? No. So I um, I've got a feeling, I, I, Paul. Whatever, whatever comes next. Whatever mad, wacky things he's going to do, he's not going to get a good reaction from a certain section of Doctor Who fans. Yeah, because I think he's just going to well, change it far too much for them. And I think that this yeah. is, I think this is the road that that we're heading down now. Because based on what we saw last night, it is taking Doctor in a completely different direction now. Hmm. And I think that, I think it's got people concerned or or worried. I'm not I'm not too sure. Or just outright hatred. I, I honestly don't. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, yeah, until I see, I'm. I'm keeping an open mind. Yeah, same here. Same here. I'll trying to. I know. I know that there are certain things that may well trigger me, and and song and dance probably would have been one of them. But yes. actually, um, I, I'm actually now probably not so bothered about next in two weeks' time because I've sort of thought, well, actually, if if it, if it if it's not too for like stopping the actual show to to just shoehorn something in, yeah. Then I'm fine. I'm probably actually fine with it because I'm fine with what's just happened. So yeah, yeah, um, a- yeah. I, I think the yeah. I'm, I'm like you, Paul. I, I don't like musicals at all. I really don't. I, I don't see the point to them. And I, I so I understand we've got a a musical episode coming up in in the next series, which. All right, my expectations are already already set for that one. I don't mm. like musicals, fair enough. Um, it's like that musical episode they did of um, Strange New Worlds Yeah. earlier this year. I wasn't keen on that at all because I don't like musicals. No. Full stop, I just don't like them. Um, I, I think they're pointless, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> that's just my opinion. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if people out there like musicals, fine. Um Knock yourselves out. Um, I just choose to avoid them uh, rather than laughing. I don't like laughing. I don't laugh. I don't like. I don't like fun. (laughs) 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 No, no, it's um, no, that's fine. But the thing is, though, I'm not going to watch it. Like, I don't watch musicals and sit there go, "Well, I absolutely hated that." I don't. I just don't watch them. I I have no. I don't have any opinion on them because I don't. I don't like. I don't like that medium, so I don't watch them. That's it, really. I'm not going to pass any opinion on any individual musical because I haven't seen it. No. You know, um, and I think that I mean, this was the thing that um, I didn't want to forget about in this particular story. And again, it was quite a bit of social commentary again from 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 RTD. Was that the whole thing that the, the plan that the tour maker put into into action was that everybody thought they were right. Yeah, and it was sort of like the internet has entered. You know, people's opinions. Um, and that self righteousness is, is now in the real world kind of thing. It's been it's been played out face to face rather than from behind a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, and actually, it's a very sorry state of affairs, really, isn't it? Because nobody's willing to listen to anybody anymore. Um, I'm right, you're wrong. No, I'm right, you're wrong. Nobody meets in the middle. Um, it's this instant anger, and I'm right, um, and that's what this whole thing was all about really wasn't it at the end of the day yeah oh i mean yeah i think it was 
I actually, yeah, I, I do actually get come back down to it. I do actually do like the story. Now, there's there's questions of have we seen bits of it before? Yes. Yeah, we have. But yeah. the fact that it's an anniversary, I'm I'm willing to give a little bit of leeway. I'm willing to give I'm, I'm willing to give a bit of leeway. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> you'd be pleased to hear that. <laughs> um, RTD's breathing a huge sigh of relief right now, really. <laughs> You know, on the fact that it is an anniversary story so yeah you can you can you can throw back to other instances other ideas yeah previous ideas yeah um i just I, yeah I, I it comes down to the fact that yeah i just enjoyed it and i'll be happy yeah. to watch it again if i yeah it, if yeah, I, if when I, we finished this you. podcast there was nothing else it, it came back on the telly and i was watching i wouldn't turn it over no, um, it's funny actually because I, I watched it for the second time this afternoon on my iPad and as I was just getting to the last few minutes of the episode, because um, my wife Jo didn't see it, she was out so she, she missed it, um, and as I finished watching it on my iPad, she was putting it on to watch, to watch with Scott because Scott watched it last night and he wanted to watch it again so... He watched it with Joe, so I've seen it sort of about two and a half times in the last forty-eight, or the last twenty-four hours, yeah. I should say. Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I, I sort of after not sort of could make my mind up to begin with. I did actually end up enjoying it, and I think the only caveat is it, it, yeah, it, it went over a lot of old ground again. As you say, it's an anniversary special; it's supposed to be sort of a bit self-referential. Um, but I think the, the story was. Yeah, I, I I certainly did enjoy the story a lot better than the second time round. But for me, it was a master story. This one, not a, a, a toy maker story. I think yeah, that, that's there, my that's my was, only thing. There wasn't there wasn't enough games involved, was there? No, there I mean, wasn't. We just had I mean, no. you basically had cutting cards and then a game of catch. Yeah, that's it. Um, which I think some people take an issue with because oh, is that how you defeat you know, you know people with, with a game of catch? But end of the day. The solution to the first toy maker story was very, very simple. No. Yeah, and so was this. Yeah, and I think I think yeah. that's that's why it works because it was something simple to yeah. defeat him, really. So I think, I think yeah. in, in that respect it works. Um, but yeah, okay. But but I say that's that's probably one of my biggest caveat of this. I say it, it, it was this was the master rather than yeah. the toy maker, but. The, the the thing about the actual catch though, I did wonder whether that was Russell T Davies getting rid of some inner demons, where one day he turned up to PE without his kit and was made to do it in his pants. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Or oh, he just wanted to see Shooty Gatter in his pants. I mean, that's... <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But uh, anyway, that's what. Um, before sort of Paul and I go any further, um, let's. Listen to what our listeners and followers thought in our feedback section. Right, okay, so we put the call out across all the social media platforms as per usual. And uh, yes, we've got some lovely feedback from you good listeners and followers out there. So uh, first of all, we have uh, from Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it these days. And first up, we have Shep's Deep Dive. And Shep says, awesome, feel good, great SFX, loved it. Okay, thank you, Shep. And next up, we have Laura Kay. And Laura says, weird, still processing that ending. Not sure if I like it or not. Well, I think that was pretty much my 
uh, my feelings when I first watched it as well, Laura. So thank, thank you for writing in. Next up, we have Alex Gibbons. Uh, Alex says, thought it was scary, stunning and amazing. Thought Shooty Gat was brilliant already. As the Doctor, cannot wait, TARDIS, he's looked fun, loved the jukebox. I'm not entirely sure what that... <laughs> well, I think you missed a few words out there, Alex, but thank you for writing in. I think you liked it. That's the main thing. You did appear to like it. Okay, next we have uh, Tom G. Tom says, I enjoyed it. I had few expectations, like Matt Smith behind one of the doors, more companions in the flesh and puppet doctors. Roll my eyes at the Spice Girls number. I want to make wooden puppet version of the doctors now. Keep currently working on multiple meeps. Thank you very much, Tom. Good luck with those multiple meeps as well. Now move on to Threads now, and we've had one art piece of feedback from Threads here, actually. And uh, this is from Red Lantern Supergirl. Uh, that's, that's one hell of a title. Um... And this one's uh, <laughs> was quite short. I tell you this one. Never heard of your podcast, but the giggle was awesome. Well, you've heard of us now, Red Lantern Supergirl. So, um, yeah, you've heard of us now. We've only been around for the last, what, nearly 13 years. So, uh, well done for <laughs> keeping up with us. Okay, now move on to our Facebook group feedback. And we have quite a bit in here, actually, and quite some uh, sort of some long ones as well. So, uh, here we go. So, first of all, we have Russ Hilton. Hi again, Russ. And Russ says, Wow. What a third special the giggle turned out to be. Great story, superb performances all round, a new star regeneration, a brilliant new Doctor, and the Master coming back. We couldn't have asked for more. Okay, thank you, Russ. Next up, we have Andrea Gill. Hi, Andrea. And Andrea says, absolutely amazing. Neil Patrick Harris was delicious. I have to ask, though, the game the Master lost, it wasn't a dance-off, was it? Oh, well, you could be onto something. Maybe it was he did his Rasputin dance. Who knows? Um, next up, we have John Michael Lindsay. Um, hi, John Michael. He says, well, I seriously didn't see that coming. An excellent story, complete with stunt double for Wilf, with some beautiful nods to the classic era, Adric, and love seeing Mel back. Neil Patrick Harris playing an absolute blinder, that spice up your life scene. Uh, Catherine Tate battering freaky puppets and shoot his appearance ready to kick off. I think we're in for an excellent new run. It'll be interesting to see who's ne next to take on the role of the Master. I just wondered at the end, though, will 15 ever meet up with the Metacrisis 10 now he's living a normal life? Top marks RTD. You'll certainly have rattled some cages, but what a way to start the next decade. And he finished up with, on rewatch, I've just noted there's a nod to David's father-in-law who used the line, feels different this time, during the bio-regeneration. Nice touch. Well, thanks very much, John Michael. I'm not too sure if he will meet the, the uh, Metacrisis 10, because he's in another universe, and it's the, the, the RTD's plan of, uh, you know, going full multiverse stuff is will, will come to fruition. But we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, next up, we have Nick James, or... Um, Aussie Nick, as he's known to uh, plenty of us out there. Hi, Nick. Long time no see, mate. Um, he says, well, this is the first bit of sort of negative feedback we've got. Uh, actually, here's NUP. First two were great. Then in third place was a huge gap. Then this turned up. Real shame since it had so much going for it. Shooter was robbed of all the things that a new Doctor gets introduced to the audience. New Taurus interior, new theme, the new Sonic, and even being the only Doctor centre stage for the regeneration. Now the tenant fans will be demanding he come back rather than let the new bloke have his time in the sun. Total F up. That said, Neil Patrick Harris was brilliant. I like the idea of regeneration with episode, but this was not well executed. Uh, well, thanks. I knew this would um, absolutely uh, sort of divide people. I think it's going to be no middle ground with this. People are going to like it 
or they just won't. So, uh, but uh, yeah, thanks very much, Nick. Uh, next, I have Ian Key. Hi, Ian. He says, wow, the best New Who story. Same in some ways, but so, so different too. Speechless. Oh, welcome back, Mel. Yes, welcome back indeed. Thank you very much, Ian. And uh, right now we have Jeff Wadden. Now, Jeff doesn't like it either, actually. Um, <laughs> he says, I've watched it now. It was abysmal. Is this where we're at now? Beings from another universe being defeated because they missed a catch? Is this what these three episodes have been about? Specials? I'm missing something as to why people are enjoying this, and especially why they enjoy Tenant. Never mind, I've got the classic era on iPlayer. Thank you, Jeff. Now, we, I know for a fact uh, Jeff is not a fan of the David Tennant era, so you're never going to like this, mate. <laughs> you're never going to like it. Okay, so next up we have Richard Harmon, and, and Richard wasn't too sure about this either. He says, I really don't know where to begin. I was hoping the toy maker would have more menace, but it was just another master. The Doctor and Mill had no chemistry. Well, why would they? It looked pretty, but still felt cheap. Not sure I like or see the point in this regeneration, leaving another tenant around, really. So much for the 60th anniversary. Well, thank you, Richard. Um, Yeah, I, I don't think it felt cheap. I, I wouldn't say that. I really wouldn't say that. Um, But I can understand people's feelings about this bi-regeneration thing. Um, Next we have Natalie Nichols. Hi, Miss Nat. Long time no see again. Uh, and she says, everybody lives. Ha! Well... Almost everybody. That's quite true. Um, next up, we have Steve Powell. Now, I think Steve says he's, he's starting to feel, well, it's the end of an era for him. He says, I'm starting to get a gnawing, gnawing feeling of dread that my 50-plus year love, of, love affair might be coming to an end. These specials have been middling at best for me, and I seem to be out of phase with fandom's adoration of the 10 Donner era. I refuse to be one of those grumpy, reactionary fans who endlessly whine about woke, gay agenda, Jodie, etc. As none of those things worry me in any way, and should all be enveloped in the Hooniverse. But this wasn't very good, was it? A great performance from Neil Patrick Harris, but for what? A supremely powerful godlike being defeated by dropping a ball? It mostly looked great, but felt rushed and undercooked to me. It would have been far better as a two-parter with more room to breathe. Great to see Mel again, but she had little to do. No real discussion of why 14 has 10's face and the Dax X machina of the bi-regeneration was a really weak solution. I don't like the in-universe idea of a split doctor. To my mind, this is a much more troubling concept than the timeless child was, but will no doubt be held as an RTD masterstroke. I need to watch again, but my overall feeling is unsatisfied. 6 out of 10. Well... I think that's the thing, really. Most of the list of feedback have uniformly agreed that Neil Patrick Harris was really, really good. Um, but it does appear that that uh, bio-regeneration uh, has really sort of set the cat amongst the pigeons. And RTD, um, well, he did say this would upset some old-time fans. And it looks like it it has for some people, which is... Uh, but that's the nature of Doctor Who. But anyway, everybody, thanks so much for uh, sending in your feedback over the last few weeks. And obviously, when we come to the new series and the upcoming Christmas special, of course, we'll be putting the call out for your uh, your thoughts and opinions once more. So that's it for feedback for this episode. So back to Paul and me. Okay, so Paul, I mean, is there anything else you want to you want to add before we sort of wrap this wrap this up? Really, I, I think actually one thing I wanted to ask you really do, uh, uh, now we've seen all of the specials together. Um, do do you feel that these were 
sort of like celebratory anniversary stories? I think the last one is. The last one felt very much, did feel like a an anniversary story. Yeah. Probably because of the callbacks to different bits, different people, whatever. Um, even the, the, even the gods of Ragnarok got a callback, for God's sake. Yeah. Legopolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that's the one thing I saw in the commentary. Russell T Davies saying he's not got a clue who these people are. He's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually when he's going through them. You can imagine that David Tennant was ticking. He's going, "Oh, that's wonderful, but... wonderful." Lacopolis, Gods of Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shooty Gatwell was just like, "Who? What are these names?" <laughs> yeah. So, so you thought that, that this was the most sort of sixtieth. Yeah, I mean, I sort of go back to what story. I said last 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 week that I'd quite liked it to have been. If the two were build ups to this, it's explaining how Donna's back and not dying and not yeah. died. Um, that I think last week was just the fact that they wanted to have an episode of just those the Doctor two and Donna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we got this, which was the 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 whole thing, really. And what I said last week was, I think, yeah, if they'd started two weeks earlier and this had then fallen around the 23rd, 25th, this episode would. I think mm. it would have felt much more like <clears throat> a, an anniversary set Do you know what? I, it I, probably does. I, yeah, I think if you watch them back to back, I think that, that, it, 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 that I think all three of them work as a 60th anniversary yeah. sort of story, really, don't they? Because they, they do lead... One leads into another, you know. That's yeah. uh, you know, um, each one ends with a with a cliffhanger. So they it all it all it all works like that. So I think, as I felt last week, felt like a middle of the season kind of story, like a, a cheaper story. You can only afford two actors. Yeah. Um, but I think if you if you put them all together now, I think they'll work better as, as a cohesive unit. Really, yeah, I really do. Yeah. Oh, actually, before the one thing I. So what you're saying is this should have been a six-part series. Yes, I am, actually. (laughs) Half an hour, six-part series. Thank you very much, yes. Um, Actually, there's one thing I I must mention before before we wrap up, actually, is we do get to hear Bernard Cribbin's voice one last time. Yeah. Uh, Very, very, very brief. You have to sort of really listen hard to hear it. We get, like, the stunt double Wilf, don't we, Um, at the end? Yeah. At the beginning, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's at least, at least it wasn't left unexplained about what happened to him because how could they? Obviously, these were the bits that RTD wanted him to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah. you do sort of watch, look at that last scene of them all sitting in the garden, thinking how great it would have been if it was just the had been sitting at the end of the table, yeah. which I suspect was what was originally originally planned to happen. Yeah. But he's off shooting moles instead. <laughs> I mean, apparently, I, I will now say something else about the... the um, oh, go on, go on, yeah. That actually, Russell T. Davies says, in that, says, he'd wrote, he'd, he was writing this speech for David Tennant about, mm. you know, Wilford died and all this. Yeah. And Phil Collison just turned around and said, don't be stupid. Everybody wants him alive. Yeah. Leave it at that. I... I, I um, Fully on board with what Phil Collinson said there. You, yeah, it's it's like what they like with Sarah Jane. They left Sarah Jane for a number of years alive, didn't they? Until, until they decided yeah. Russell T Davies decided to you know to, to you know to actually kill her off in universe as well, and that's also been acknowledged again in uh, yeah. in, the, in the giggle. Um, 
But people just wanted to think that she was still out there having adventures. Same with the Brigadier, but they, they killed the Brigadier off as well after Nicholas Courtney died. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad they resisted that temptation to do it with, with Wilf. And Phil Collinson is absolutely on, absolutely on the money there. Nobody likes to yeah. think of Wilf or Bernard Cribbins not being with us anymore. No. And you that know? was a perfect... Yeah, and it yeah. Was a, yeah, it was just a, a, a good ending to that. Yeah, certainly was. Certainly was. So, well... I think that just about wraps it up. I think that's a perfect place to leave it there. Bernard Cribbins yes. and Wilf are still out there somewhere. I think I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm quite happy to, to think on that. Um, yes. So we shall be back uh, after Christmas, actually, um, with a look at, what was it? The, the church on Ruby Road. Ruby Road, yes. So we'll be back with that and singing goblins as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you should, you should get Paul and I's take uh, on, on a musical episode. Are you Christmas for us? Yes. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So yeah, but it's good to see we've got Chris, Christmas Day, Doctor Who again, and uh, yeah, and we should be back sometime between Christmas and New Year with our with our take on that. So um, we it, it, be... it is interesting, just to sort on on that point yeah. of how much Russell T Davies gets things that he wants, isn't it? So he's come back, Doctor Who's back on a Saturday evening, early evening. Yeah, and now it's back on Christmas Day. Yeah. He's, no yeah, he's got, shunting it around the schedules too. No, no, he's right. No, he's that's you know what was most insane. This is one of my preconditions for coming back. Yeah, yeah. Saturday nights and Christmas Day. If yeah. you don't do it, I'm not doing it. Um, so yeah, fair play to him, really. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Fair play to him. Totally. Fair play. If nothing to him. else. Someone bought it for that. Yeah, same here. Same here, mate. So. Well, I think it just about wraps up this episode then. So we should be back after Christmas. Um, as Paul and I won't be back till after Christmas, I think we might as well say right now, Paul, um, everybody at home, have a very Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry yeah, Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, I will be back, though, um, next week with a Hoosie TV, and it will be sort of Christmassy themed, and I've got a special guest on um, to talk about that. But you'll find out more about that when the episode drops, I'm not going to say oh, any more say, about it. Say, is it the giggling puppet? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's Stokey Bill, everybody. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Always in the background of those. <laughs> <laughs> right then, folks. So until next time, then it's goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. You can download this podcast from iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, and through your podcatcher of choice. If you would care to leave us some feedback on iTunes, that would be very much appreciated. You can also find us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast, on the Who's He Podcast Facebook group, and through our website, who's hyphen he hyphen podcast.co.uk.